Welcome to the Dojo Talk Podcast. Please remove them shoes before entry. Sam Master is here, and you still have not taken off your shoes. Yo, 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 what's going on people, welcome to another episode of the Dojo Talk Podcast, I am your host Serial Sensei, and I am recording my second <laughs> podcast of the day, so by the time you guys hear this, um, know that there are two podcasts on the way, I got this one, and then I will definitely be dropping uh, the podcast I recorded with my co-host Antarcool on the uh, Brandon Moreno and Sergio Pettis fight that happened last night. Um, so that'll be dropping this week and um yeah it's been a productive day so far i got that recorded i got this recorded um yeah i'm working trying to trying to keep myself busy um today i got some music on deck um three i can't say three albums technically two of these i believe would fall under the ep category and then one is in actual album but before i get to the music um i just want to throw something out there so i finally i can't say finally um the other day randomly uh for whatever reason like death note the anime for people who don't know like randomly popped in my head and i was like oh man the live action uh netflix um uh version comes out this month i want to say like 25th 26th something like that sometime later this month and I was like, let me just Google it, just to uh, just look it up, see when it's coming out. So I go to Google it, and I find the IMDb page, and um, <laughs> the first thing that pops out to me, not the fact that, not even that it comes out on like the 25th. I, I didn't even care about the date at this point, but um, I noticed that they changed Light's name from Light Yagami to Light Turner, and I was just, why? like why why are we doing this (laughs) i was already sketchy about watching this movie and literally the only reason i might watch this death note that netflix is gonna do only because willem dafoe um as ryuk i think is gonna be awesome and in the second trailer i saw looked awesome like i I feel like willem dafoe (laughs) like he looks like a shibi gami (laughs) so i feel like that'll work out like i think he's gonna be a great part of that movie but everything else in that trailer man just just bothers me just the guy they got playing light doesn't well obviously it doesn't look like light they're completely different races (laughs) like light was definitely asian in the anime he's clearly caucasian and you know and the live action race controversy aside it's not even just that that bothers me it's like he doesn't even he doesn't even feel like light like he doesn't have any of lights like mannerisms or personality like you know in the anime light was aside from being like really smart he was very well mannered uh very well tempered for the most part really easy going kind of like your model you know 
like model will to do citizen at least that was the, the front that he put up and this dude in the trailer man he just he's like some emo high school kid like this is this is not believable and then the trailer got worse when i saw the guy i, I can't even remember uh the gentleman's name uh, plan l and i saw him i was like what what is this like what what are we doing here? The guy playing the L, I wasn't feeling the acting that I saw in the trailer. It just it didn't. <sighs> it wasn't convincing, man. I'm not I'm not buying it. I'm just I'm not buying it, man. And it hurts because I felt like like if if this was executed the way it should be, like this this could be a, a big thing man like death notice death note is always one of those shows that i recommend for people who don't watch anime because i feel like they even they would enjoy it like i, I feel like it it has that big of appeal because the story is so good and like I, I love death note because it doesn't fall to a lot of stereotypical anime tropes like it's a lot more serious in tone and it's, it's not just you know it's it's just it's more grown it's more real it's, <laughs> you know but i don't know man like this this really could have been something big if they would just executed it right but i mean i know it hasn't come out yet but do we really we've seen this story play out 30 million times man we know what happens when these anime movies get live releases i mean i sat through ghost in the show um i don't even know if i talked about that on this podcast but I guess just keep it on topic. I'll read a little more. That that movie, which I finally saw months after it came out. Um, what was so bad about that movie is that even if you take away, even if you don't attach it to the anime and you just watch it as like a standalone movie, it's still terrible. It's, it's <laughs> it was so it was it was really boring. Like it's terribly boring. Like. Like, 20, 30 minutes into that movie, I just, I didn't know what I was watching anymore. Like, I, I didn't understand what, I don't know, it was just, it was missing some. like, they did little things right here and there, like, you could tell some shots, um, like, some camera angles, they directly lifted from the original, um, movie, so, like, oh, that was dope, and then some of the, um, like, the scenes where she would dive into, um, like the computer i'm kind of blacking out but when she would dive into like the computer world like i thought thought those moments were cool because they did that in the anime and they always made it look interesting so like that was kind of cool but like other than that and like the little opening scene with shooting everything else was just kind of like what is this it was like you got this whole side crew that she's with and we only see bato and he wasn't really all that great in the movie but it was a foundation there and it was but nothing else worked man the only person that i liked in the movie was uh, uh the old guy whose name is escaping me right now <laughs> but y'all know what i'm talking about like he he was the only person who like i had no problems with in the movie he was casted perfectly he probably had my favorite moment in the film when they tried to jump him in the parking lot and he wasn't having any of that action <laughs> he shut them down real quick but yeah, everything else, man, and the Ghost in the Shell. That movie was just, was terrible. It was terribly boring. It was really dry. So if you haven't seen Ghost in the Shell yet, 
um, don't do it. Just don't. Um, watch the anime if you haven't seen that. Uh, even watch Ghost in the Shell Arise, the prequel. Watch everything else related to Ghost in the Shell minus the movie. The movie's just it's terrible, man. It's just ugh. it's not it's, it's not cool, man. But yeah, that that and um between Ghost in the Shell and and Death Note, I think we should just put a halt on anime movies being made into live action, at least in America. If Japan wants to do it, cool. Let them. That's that. That's their thing. Let them do it. America, we got to chill out. We got to fall back. We're uh, <laughs> we, we we got to readjust the game plan because clearly what we're doing isn't working. I don't understand why we keep making the same mistakes over and over again making these movies into live action films not sticking the source material changing things that just don't need to be changed it's like if somebody like if you went over somebody's house and you ate like i don't know any any dish like you ate a dish they made and like to you that dish was really great and you're like man that was really good how do you make that and they give you all the ingredients and then you go home and you try to make what they made, but then you just skip, you know, steps like two through eight. And then you wonder why your food turned out terrible. It's like the, the reason it turned out terrible is because you didn't follow the blueprint that I laid for you. Same thing they're doing with these animes that turn into live actions. The blueprint is there. Just follow the blueprint. This can't be that hard to do. I, I digress. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> That, that trailer just kind of pissed me off when I saw it. It was like, this this movie could be something great. And I, I feel it. I know it hasn't come out. And you got to reserve judgment, blah, blah, blah. Man, that movie's going to suck. It's going to be terrible. I don't need to reserve judgment. We know what's going to happen. The movie's going to be trash. Willem Dafoe will probably be awesome. He was awesome in the trailer. He was the only good part of the trailer. Everything else, trash. Just trash. I might leave a link to the trailer in the description so you guys can see it if you haven't yet. But better or worse, that comes out like 25th, 26th, something like that. So, you know, you guys can check it out if you want. I'm, I'm undecided on if I'm going to look at it or not. But I don't know, man. That, that just wanted to throw that out there because it kind of pissed me off. But on to um, brighter things, things that didn't piss me off, things that made me happy and made me enjoy, <laughs> made me enjoy my day. Uh, cunning linguists, man. One of my favorite, probably one of my all-time favorite hip-hop groups, to be honest, man. These dudes have been just super consistent. Um, I think I mentioned, I might have mentioned them a few times before. I became a fan of them after I heard, kind of late. I was kind of late on the, the kind of linguist bandwagon. Um, I didn't really start listening to them regularly until I heard the album Dirty Acres. And then I went back to listen to like A Piece of Strange, We'll Rap for Food, so on and so forth. But man, since then, man, I've been a huge, huge fan of these guys. And they're, they're one of the few groups that anytime they drop a project, I'll buy and listen without hearing a single because I know I'm going to get something good. Um, as, as far as uh, group releases, they had been on like a bit of a like, mini hiatus. Um, they did drop an EP earlier this year. I think it was no, the Red Rose or the Rose. It's bad because I reviewed that EP and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> but I can't remember the name. But that EP was, was fire, man. It was only three tracks. And they're, they're back with another three tracks. Um, this EP is called the Azura EP. Uh, this came out on July 28th. So it was only about a week or two ago. Um, really, since it's only three tracks, I'll just kind of go through each song real quick. Um, but overall, just to give a 
an overview. This EP was was dope, man. It was it was it was really really on point. Um, I, I don't know if I like it better than the Rose EP. I think for me the Rose EP, I just like the vibe of that one a bit more. But th this one is is still fire, still packed with social content. Um, no, as always, one of the greatest producers ever. He's going to be in my book one of the greatest producers ever when it's all said and done whenever he decides to retire though i don't feel like music people don't retire i feel like it's not really a thing but <laughs> he's um he, he the dude's just an amazing producer and this ep especially compared to the previous one this one has a, a bit more of a somber like mellow almost like sad feel to it um but it kind of fits the EP because of some of the the uh, topics they talk about. So I guess just to go quick down the line. On the first track, Violet, The Upper Room. Um, a really good, strong start to this, uh, this EP. And just a line that uh, really stuck out to me. Uh, the struggle and the strain or the guilt that can be built within making gains. Ain't no cheating death. You can't lie to life. Plus everything about you's hiding in these satellites. Other than that one day Adam had it right. Humans are parasites, insatiable appetites. Like, Natty and Deacon, as always, and I stated this in the last uh, review I did of them. Very great with words. Very great writers, man. Very descriptive and being able to paint images and pictures of... Describing, you know, painting a picture to, to describe the situation that you know describe the situation that they're rapping about um and yeah the opening track for for me at least what i pulled from it is kind of about the the struggle and just kind of like the downfalls of of humans as a whole and just kind of the things that we seem to get wrong <laughs> over over and over again you know but it's it's it's, it's a very well written like i said it's a very kind of kind of um mellow really somber mood of a track but it it the beat fits perfectly with the wordplay and just the images that are that are in the song um i love how deacon started the second verse we treat it uh we treat ah sorry faith we treat it like a four-letter word while fear we shout it through the ghettos and burbs hear me my lord come settle my nerves i pray these words bring honors as the heavens observe and yeah a lot of this track just kind of seems like like i said man they're just kind of like looking at the world as a whole it's like man where do we <laughs> where, where do we go wrong like things shouldn't it shouldn't be it shouldn't be this bad like things shouldn't be be this out of control and i don't know man this is i love how they just i guess just just to the, pick out another line um, continue from the insatiable appetite line. So where do we go from here, you ask? I think we're all trying to figure that out. One nation under a god kicking us out. Because America took and takes the infamous route. As we state from state to state, let's be great again. Let's forget the salient struggle of each alien. We can parade after we honor the graves of native slaves, women, gays, etc., etc. And it's just like, yeah, we'll never... It's so much packed in that one. Like, that, those are like four bars right there, man. Like... We're not going to be great or reach the greatness that we think we can reach if we don't 
start respecting and honoring the people that are here, the people that came before us. If we don't start acknowledging our problems in terms of racism, classism, sexism, so on and so forth. But really just really dope start to the EP, man. It's a really, really good track. Um, track number two, which features uh, Triz. I'm not sure who Triz is, but uh, shout outs to him. He did a pretty uh, good job on the hook. Um, another track that's, like I said, a, a bit more on the on the somber, you know, side of things. Um, for me, what I kind of pulled away from this track is it, it's trying to figure out like like where where do we get to where we need to get to, and how do we get to where we need to get to while we're in the process of losing. <laughs> it seems like everything and everyone and we're losing so much on the journey that it's like how eventually are, are we going to get to the place that we need to get to and like the track opens up with natty uh victims on the pavement folks who can change it all gone leaving noose leaving new jacks with nooses to swing with like right out the gate he's letting you know like people are just dying like left and right and a lot of those people were probably very important people who could have helped us advance but now for one reason or another they're no longer you know they're no longer here with us and i love um i love deacon's part but i've told but i've been told the silver lining is gone this is where fear talks ears off many corporations calculate what a tear costs morals break down like they biodegradable to keep the faith or give it up it's highly debatable and it's like things are going like it's getting to the point that it's that bad where you're at that point where you're starting to lose hope where it's like is this is this fight even worth it anymore like we've lost so much just trying to just trying to get to where we need to go it's like is is the loss is the loss that we've you know is the loss even worth it pretty much at, at least that's part of what i'll pull from it um but yeah man it's, it's another track about just kind of the world just kind of being in, in dark times and how much we've we've lost along the way and things don't really seem like they're uh, getting much better and I, I love also on the last verse I don't, can't remember the line uh, exactly I didn't write it down but uh, when Deacon mentions a line about um, children being resilient but all the people who should be here to teach them are dead or, or dying and it's like your your whole future is now in question because these these new leaders or supposed or could be new leaders have no one to you know no one to hand them the torch there's no one to to teach them anything they just they're kind of just they're led astray at this point and yeah it's just another really dope um another really dope track with really good content all these tracks really just anything kind of language drops is gonna have great content um but like i said though it's, it's a really sombering listen though but it's it's still great music but it's just it's real I hate to say the term but like reality rap like it's, it's a real gut check uh, so to speak and the uh, the last track uh, anyway the wind blows which we get a nice verse from no at the end which i appreciated it um but this is a really dope contract um, i said contract <laughs> a really dope concept track um first verse is kind of about um, this girl who's going on to, uh, she gets a call from her cousin and they're going to go on a video shoot and, you know, they're kind of excited because the 
apparently they think the rapper is about to blow he's gonna be famous blah blah so you know they'll be in the video that's a good look for them but they get to the video shoot the guy's kind of shady and he's making inappropriate remarks and gestures so they got to dip out so they don't get paid and then the second verse is kind of the girl you know now she's back at her house and she's you know about to like take a bath and she's thinking about where it all went wrong and then her cousin calls her again it's like you know i got this other come up we can own the club blah 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 they go through all that and then uh, i love no no came in with a perfect closing verse man a uh, really great depiction um describing the girl that at this point of the day she's kind of just like done with it and she's just kind of like sitting by her bubble bath he's like crying her eyes out because he's realizing her life isn't going the way that you know she thought it would or that she hoped it would and she's kind of like at that point she just kind of she's losing all hope but he mentions things like um uh where's the line where's the line where's the line oh, i really want to find it it was a line about something about she had reminders to keep her going i can't remember I'm, but it's a dope, it's a really dope, uh, dope verse, nonetheless. It, like, she finds reminders to keep her going, and then he, uh, he mentions, um, by the end of the verse, she isn't, she's ignoring the phone calls from her cousin, because she's not trying to hear anything she's talking about, and she's just kind of chilling out, she puts on, uh, puts another song on a record player, and she's kind of fades to black, and that's kind of how the song ends, but I guess she just kind of vibes out, just tries to get lost and forget about everything that's going wrong, but really really dope track uh very great uh well-written verse from no and what closed out like i said it's only three tracks but it's really it's powerful three track uh ep uh definitely a, a great follow-up uh to the previous ep they released and now i'm waiting for an album <laughs> you guys have teased enough man everything they release is, is always of high quality i've never listened to a kind of lingus project and been disappointed so like you got the previous ep you got this azura ep i'm ready for the album man i know it's got to be coming it's got to be coming because these eps drop way too close <laughs> these eps drop way too close together for there not to be an album somewhere around the corner but um yeah man if you guys have never listened to kind of linguist man this is a really dope group man uh natty uh, deacon the villain and no it's a really awesome trio man and also put out great solo works by themselves as well so their, their catalog runs deep so if you've never given them a listen man if you listen to this like i said it's three tracks real easy to get to if you want something with content um kind of a heavy listen I, w I wouldn't say this is a good first listen to listen to but it's still though if you, if you want something with some quality content um rappers who are also just great good mcs great writers um definitely something you should listen to and like i said they they've shown so much growth since way back when like listening to like will rap for food or even like a piece of strange and then listening to you know this ep or even like strange journey volume three their sound is always evolving noah's no can just capture so many different vibes and tones man the dude is a, a genius on the boards and natty and deacon are just 
really great MCs, really great writers, and they they complement the instrumentals really well. So I was really really pleased with this EP. Definitely looking forward to any future projects and hoping there's an album uh, soon in the works, man. I, I would definitely definitely I'm definitely waiting for another Cunnilingus album. I'm never not ready <laughs> for for a Cunnilingus album. So yeah, man, the Azura EP. I'll post a link in the description to the Bandcamp and give it a quick listen. You can buy it, support the music, check out all their other works on the Bandcamp. Uh, really, 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 really dope group, man. Really dope group. Shout out to, shout out to those guys holding it down. Um, great Southern hip hop. Got to throw that out there. Great, great Southern hip hop. On to another album. Uh, technically, it's the only album album <laughs> I'm reviewing, but whew, what do I say, man? I didn't think, not that I thought this album was going to be bad, but you know, like, I went in thinking, like, oh, this is going to be a good listen. This wasn't just a good listen. Like, I love, I <laughs> love this album. I've abused this album. So I had to step away for a little bit because I was playing this so much. And I was like, I need to review other music, so I have to listen to other stuff. But I could not put this album down. And the album <laughs> I'm referring to... Uh, Sounds of Crenshaw Volume 1 by Terrace Martin um, presents the policies. So, quick backstory, I guess. Terrace Martin, uh, instrumentalist, probably mostly known for playing the saxophone, also a producer. He's worked with Kendrick, uh, he's worked with Snoop, a lot of West Coast guys he's worked for. Um, he's put out albums like Velvet Portrait, which uh, made my top of 2016. I was in my top 20. Um, he's got albums like Three Chords Fold. Dude is crazy talented, man. He can do a little bit of rapping, a little bit of singing. Great producer. All around just great talent. And then you add the Poly Seeds. And this is like an all-star lineup, man. So you got Terrace Martin, Robert Glasper, Kamasi Washington. That's just them three, all in one group. Now, hopefully you guys know who Glasper and Kamasi uh, Washington are. Uh, that's quick if you don't just a quick both great instrumentalists um definitely i would say a part of this like mini jazz revival going on um really just really extremely talented dudes so you add these two and then you add rose gold uh who's a been a pretty frequent collaborator with terrace martin she's a, a vocalist i want to say she's from maryland i think i think she's from out here shout out to her man i think she's from the home team so um, but her, she's a great vocalist um, and also we have uh, Kachi uh, also known as Problem uh, West Coast MC I'm not I'm not sure if he's a part of the policy I'm gonna guess he is he was on the lead single so I'm just gonna throw him in there and <laughs> say he's a part of a group but um, yeah man shout outs to him man he, he, he fits really great with this group has a really just great dynamic and this album is so well produced man great instrumentation on every track really good grooves some albums more upbeat you got some more chill you got rose gold with the singing problem or kachi i should say um he comes through he does his thing rapping but it fits just really well with what they're trying to do man like it's so much good instrumentation from pianos to saxophones and of course you got your kicks your drums and your hi-hats just everything man everything about this album is so well done and only i'm only gonna mention a few tracks because 
I, I probably could go on all day about this album, but I don't want to be keep y'all here forever. But man, like every track on this album is just great. From the the the, tap, the tapestry intro to the chef eat double, the second track, <laughs> I might end up going through all these. Um, Intentions, which I, I I think that was the lead single. I'm not sure. I know it has a video, so I'm gonna assume that was one of the lead singles uh, from this album. But that's a really a really dope, a really kind of fun track. It has a r- real nice bounce to it. Um, real nice groove, just nice, real nice, feel good beat, feel good instrumentation, and. Um, you kind of got problem. I don't know if I should call him problem or Chachi, <laughs> but um, you got Chachi rapping. Pretty much a uh, you know a nice little feel good track about him just basically trying to win this girl over. But the thing I love about this album is just like, like I said, it's such a such a vibe. It's such a good. It's just a good feel, man. Like I just I don't really know how else to describe it, but it's I just I feel it when I listen to it, man. It's such a feel good album and it's so easy to just get lost in but like i said intentions great uh single really good like feel good nice little summer track um going down the line uh funny how time flies um i love how Terrace martin uses like the um i can't say it's auto-tune because i feel like auto-tune and then like the voice box i'm pretty sure like those are different and i, I want to say he uses the voice box because auto-tune is really like more of a I think it's like a pitch inflection, pitch shift kind of thing. Kind of makes you sound better if you don't sound great. But like a voice box, I don't think it just shifts your pitch. It's literally just an effect. So if you can't sing regularly, you can't sing on a voice box. It's not going to make you oh, you sound like a robot, but <laughs> it can't help your pitch any. If you don't have pitches normally, you just... Voice box isn't going to help that. I could be wrong. I'm not sure if he used... Either way, whatever he uses, I love how he puts it on his vocals. I love the way that he uses it. Um, and I feel like he uses it on his vocals, but I, I think I've heard it on his saxophone too. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a track on here where that saxophone has like that, that voice box like effect on it and it works really good. But uh, funny how time flies another, you know, another nice feel good, um, track, um, going on to Mama D slash Lamert Park. Um, this is probably definitely like a top three track, um, strictly just an instrumental track but my god man it's great saxophone <laughs> by, by terrace martin really just laid back tracks kind of like a saxophone and you get your drum your hi-hat your kick you got some other instrumentation going on in the background and i think this was one of the tracks where um he put the um the like auto-tune or voice box vocoder effect like on his saxophone and it just adds even more to the instrumentation it's such a feel good just vibe head nod track man I, I love i love how well produced this album was man it's very well produced very well mixed all the instruments fit everything just everything just works <laughs> everything just everything is just perfect man and then uh you and uh, the track you and me which features rose gold um quick tidbit about that track this i think this is actually a remake um, because uh, he had another song called "You and Me." That yeah, these are like pretty much the same song. I don't even think he, I don't even think the words changed. I literally think just the vocalist changed. Um, the original "You and Me" was on uh, Three Chords Fold Pulse, 
um but instead of rose gold it was preston harris who also appears on this album at the very end but um both versions are really great man they're both really good um i can't really say i guess i kind of like this one a little bit better um only because I, I love i like rose gold really great as a vocalist she has really kind of like smooth sultry vocals i think preston harris is more he, he gives me a, a almost like a gospel feel when i hear him so i guess it would depend on your taste um but either way both versions of the song are great but sticking to the sounds of crenshaw this version um rose gold awesome on the vocals real smooth real like has like this really calm you know really calm delivery little little airy but it really fits well with uh the mood of the track and the song is kindly basically kind of talk that kind of talking <laughs> basically about just you know growing with someone in a relationship and things like that um but awesome really awesome track that's actually this is this is honestly probably my favorite just between rose gold's vocals and just the i love the instrumental on this track it's real calm it's really smooth and rose gold just fits perfectly over it this is probably probably my top um top song uh on this album um up up in a way i'll give that or up in a way i should say a quick mention i love the i love how like dirty the drums sounded on this track it was a real it was a good switch up from the rest of the album it stuck out but in a in a good way so i really enjoyed the production on that track um wake up another great track a really just beautiful that's <laughs> the only way to describe it beautiful instrumental track really nice just piano backdrop and then you got uh terrace martin who i assume is on the saxophone and it's such a calm just it's one of those tracks that speaks to you but there's no words it's just an instrumental it's it's one of it's it's, it's uh, <laughs> i could go on and on man it's such a great such a great track man just really good instrumental like i said it's really great piano it's very minimalistic but still effective at the same time um your space which features the vocalist name of oh god i'm probably gonna butcher this it's w-y-a-n and vaughn so when Juan vaughn <laughs> i apologize if i'm butchering uh your name but uh she is a great vocalist also um i think this is her only appearance on the album that she does background vocals somewhere but either way um it's another favorite of mine on the album um the track is kind of her talking about kind of going through that part of the relationship where it's a bit of static and you guys might have you know taken a break and you need some space but she's kind of like listen i can give you some space but uh if you stray away for too long as she says it uh she'll end up singing another man's song quote unquote <laughs> so basically it's like we can take this little break but uh don't break too long because i might not be here when you come back <laughs> so but yeah man another awesome tra awesome track on this album um feelings of the world with rose gold and chachi another great uh track of I want to say this track was kind of about Chachi knowing that he messed up, <laughs> him kind of messing around with other chicks, but you know he, he realizes he he made his mistake and he's he's trying to get back into to good graces so to speak. But yeah, that, that's another awesome track. Um, and the album ends 
uh, with Preston Harris, uh, which I think this is his only, I think this is his only feature on the album, but a uh, really good closing track. Once again, great use of Terrace Martin using the uh, voice box uh, on his vocals for the hook, which I love. Um, kind of a track just kind of dedicated to to God and, you know, how much, despite your shortcomings and downfalls and things like that, that, you know, he still loves you, he'll still look out for you, so on and so forth. And, you know, I know some people don't believe in that. Whatever. Still great still a great track man awesome song and just great closer to the album man and uh, i can go on and on on and on like this album just the instrumentation is just flawless like between terrace martin kamasi washington and robert glasper like you can't go wrong man like you just you can't go wrong <laughs> like, you literally can't go wrong it's, it's such just really just good music man from if you appreciate just instrumentation you'll like this if you love vocalists you'll like this if you just want something really feel good something you can you know you can play this in the car with your mom she don't gotta worry about people cursing all the time i think even the one track that uh because chachi i believe chachi drops like an f-bomb on one of these tracks but they like they bleep it out <laughs> so like you can you can play this around your family and it's just, you know it's not a big deal it's just it's a really well put together only 13 tracks but it's it's just ugh, i could go on and on it's, it's really just really well put together like i said great instrumentation keys and saxophones going on it's great man that's that's all i can say like i've, I've like i said i've been abusing abusing the replay button with this album and I was just, I was floored at how much I actually enjoyed it. Like, I knew I was going to like it. I didn't think I was going to love it. And this will definitely be in my top 20. I'm positive this will, this might even make it to the top 10. Like, I've literally, I played this album that much. <laughs> By the end of this year, this might be in my top 10, man. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this album. So, if you, if you want something with a jazz, soul feel to it, man, look no further. Terrace Martin's a genius. Kamasi Washington's a genius. Glasper's a genius. Rose Gold. Everybody's a genius. If you're a part of this album in any way, <laughs> you, you're a genius, man. This, this album was just, it was so good, man. I'm, I'm so glad I got a physical copy of this, too, man. So I'll, I'll definitely leave a link to this in the description. Oh, actually, all these albums I'm reviewing, I think, have Bandcamp pages. Um, so I'll leave links in all of these, man, so you guys can can check them out man but definitely man you want something with a jazz feel something with some soul to it definitely give this a listen so um that is terrace martin presents the policies and the album is called sounds of crenshaw volume one which means i'm hoping a volume two will be dropping i need that in my life um <laughs> but yeah man awesome 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 album and the last uh piece of music that i will be speaking on today uh comes out in new york the homie sky zoo with peddler themes ep um i became a guy kind of like kind of linguist i think i got onto the uh sky zoo bandwagon a bit late um i remember first hearing about him when the salvation came out um i don't sometimes you listen to an artist and the first time you listen like it just doesn't connect and like i because re i remember listening to tracks off the salvation like and i thought it was okay but like it just didn't 
it didn't like hit me like I just I don't know it just it didn't hit me it didn't connect um but after hearing the great debater tape that's when I became a fan and the track that made me become a fan uh god was that track called it was the last track on the album it's called the definitive truth I think and it actually has a video to it if I remember that I'll leave that in the description also um, but that was a track of Disguise man. He was just kind of just over a beat. He was just flowing, man. Dude just got in the pocket and he just went in. And it was, I was like, I don't, I don't know what I was missing before, but I'm a fan now. So I, I, I listened to The Great Debaters. I listened to, um, uh, what's it called? Dreams in the Basement. Um, music from My Friends, which is a really good album. Um, last, I think it was last, it was last year or the year before. Um, he did the Easy Truth album with Apollo Brown, which is a, a really, really good album. He's just one of those artists who's really, he's really consistent. I, I will say I think a downfall for him, if any, and kind of how I feel about this EP is he is really consistent. But at the same time, like sometimes I don't feel like he stands out enough. Um, and that's kind of the only thing about this EP for me that was a drawback but i still wanted to review it because i still think it's a, a good project and i think for people who like new york hip-hop that you should be listening to him like <laughs> if you love new york hip-hop this is a guy you, you bet he should be on your ipod without question dude is an awesome lyricist um really clever with words and embodies everything i think a person from like the east coast would want from a new york mc so I just wanted to give the the EP a shout out. Um, like I said, to be honest, there's not a whole lot I can talk about this EP. Only because, like I said, not not too much of it stands out. There's not really one thing I can like pinpoint. But um, it's a solid EP. Really good, you know, boom bap sound and production. Um, we got a couple beats from Illmind on here who did a great job on a few of these tracks. Like I guess real quick, I'll just. Uh, I'll just run through some of my favorites. Um, like I said, um, it's only eight tracks, so it's a pretty quick listen. Um, for me, the EP kind of picks up towards the second half. Um, it starts off with Short Money, uh, kind of a cool intro. It's a cool intro track. Um, I do like, though, the some of the interludes on this album. Um, specifically, I think it's on the first and the last, where I don't know if it's his mom, but probably like his mom or just a motherly figure in general. Speaking about how, you know, she knows where her kid is when she when he's outside but she doesn't know at the same time like she knows he's outside but she doesn't know the kind of trouble she gets in and basically describing how like you know they do their best to raise him right but you know when he's outside doing his thing he's outside doing his thing and i just thought it was a good like overall narrative it kind of reminded me of music from my friends of kind of that theme of just how it's like just kind of just like growing up and the things that influenced him while he was growing up almost felt like it was a continuation of music from my friends like i kind of got that same vibe from it with some of the things he talked about um lyrically you'll get you know kind of kind of like street tales but not it's not street tales in a sense like oh i robbed this dude i shot this dude it's it's not braggadocious it's more just him just describing you know the things he's seen while he was growing up things that influenced him and how you know maybe he saw a dude pull up in the beamer and that made him want to get money and you know he went through certain routes to get it realized some avenues might not be as good as others and you know he's giving me the feel of like he's, he's a your regular average everyday dude who's trying to do good you know every now and then he might get caught up in something he shouldn't be doing but it's, it's real honest rep and 
like I said, it's not on like that braggadocious, like, oh, I, I sold 30 pounds of dope, so on and so forth. Like, it's just, it's kind of like the Nas thing where like, I feel like Nas a lot rapped, he rapped about that life, but it was more so from him observing it. Like, I kind of get that vibe from Sky Zoo. Like, maybe they're in it a little bit, but not like fully into it. A lot of it is just them kind of, you know, peeping game, just kind of giving you a, a look in, in into what they saw as they were growing up. So, um, Short Money, that's a cool track. Then it goes on to uh, Bamboo, um, another kind of cool track. Um, but for me, the EP picks up uh, on track four with Finesse Everything. Um, really dope beat from Ilman, really good boom bap, head nodder. Um, yeah, <laughs> another just dope, dope track of him just kind of spitting, man. That's a really good, that's a good just New York track, man. Like, if, if you want to give this album or EP a listen, I'll, I'll probably say listen to that track first. Like, if you like that track, you'll probably. You'll, you'll enjoy what's on the rest of this EP and it'll give you a good feel for what this EP is about um, yeah like I said the whole second half of this EP to me is really solid from Finesse Everything um, then you go to Let It Fly that's another I like that track it's a bit more upbeat has a, a bit more of a head nod feel to it um, and you get to For Real which quick note um, I think according to uh, um, Genius or Rap Genius that beat was produced by Sky Zoo, so shout outs to him. That's that was a pretty um that's a pretty dope beat. Oh, shout outs to the previous track, I Let It Fly. That was another beat produced by Ilman. Um but yeah, for real, I think it was produced by Sky Zoo. So shout outs to him on the production tip. That was a that was a pretty pretty solid beat and probably one of the other standout tracks on here. Um nine five bad boy logo. <laughs> I like that track, has um he uses a, he uses samples from like bad boy interviews when they're when they're at radio stations and you know that kind of rapping showing off kind of around that like i think it was kind of like the early 2000s or late 90s era when you know bad boy was really at their height and they had you know dudes like mace and all of them running around so like some of those interviews are chopped up into the song and um sky zoo makes references to you know how he wanted the the 95 bad boy logo like on the back of his letterman jacket just kind of like how bad boy influenced them how he's saw them doing things and he wanted to do what they do so he could get like the success they had so um that's a dope track and then it closes out uh with long money which is another track that kind of has a, a interlude i think it's towards like the end where his uh you know mom is talking about you know he's a really good kid you know he might have a bit of a tantrum but you know he he does he, he's trying to do the right thing and it's basically it's kind of a good track of him just I feel like that track just kind of embodies the the album about you know on the money chase and the things that he's seen and he's done on the way to <laughs> to try to to try to get the money but it's a real he's one of those dudes where I feel like the way I'm describing it probably makes it <laughs> probably makes it sound kind of simple but he's definitely one of those guys where he says a lot of clever lines but like the way he delivers his lines you won't catch like the slick wordplay or like wittiness or punchlines because you know a lot of rappers it they, they put like an emphasis on like the actual punchline but sky zoo if like if you've never listened to him he's kind of one of those dudes that he just finds his pocket on the beat and he just kind of flows man he just goes and it's a really it's a really great like seamless flow over the tracks man he dude glides like water <laughs> like water over the tracks but like when since he doesn't put like heavy emphasis on some of his lines 
a lot of the, the cleverness of the wordplay and the wittiness will kind of just slip by you and but if you pull up the lyrics and you read along while you're you know while you're listening you'll catch some you know subtle references to like movies and things and you know just slick wordplay overall so i would say this album man it's just it's it's just kind of one of those beats and rhymes album but it, it has content to it so you know if you want something to just kind of you know you can nod your head to it you want to hear some some good wordplay like i said some some good just solid new york hip-hop uh peddler theme that's it's a good excuse me it's a good start it's a good a good a nice solid listen like i said it's not it won't blow you away um it's probably not a good entry point for someone who's never heard Sky Zoo. I would probably say like Dreams in the Basement or Music from Her Friends or like I said, even the Great Debaters mixtape or even the JJ versus Theo mixtape. Like those would probably be better entry points um, if you've never heard his music. I think this would be more so for like if you're a fan of Sky Zoo already, you'll enjoy Peddler Themes. Um, if you haven't heard Sky Zoo before, you probably want to check out previous works to just kind of get used to him, get to used to what he's about. And then maybe check out Peddler Themes later. But either either way, it's it's still a solid EP. Um, like I said, it didn't blow me away. There wasn't too much that stood out. But the more I listen to it, the more I do find myself enjoying it. Like I said, I, I do go back to uh, tracks like uh, Finesse Everything. That's a dope track. Um, I'll go back and listen to For Real. I'll go back to listen to Let It Fly. So like I said, there a couple. There's definitely some gems on this on this project, and it's solid new york hip-hop from a very great lyricist one of the most uh consistent artists i've i've never listened really to a skazoo project and not liked it so he's definitely man he's, he's a great uh great rep for new york hip-hop great rep for east coast hip-hop great rep for hip-hop in general so yeah man if you, if you want you know good lyricists over some boom bat beats listen to parallel themes and yeah pretty much all uh i got for today so you know quick recap man the zero ep from cunning linguists give them dudes a listen three track ep a fire sounds of crenshaw volume one from terrace martin presents the poly seeds terrace martin kamasi washington uh robert glasper chachi rose gold great instrumental performances great production very well put together very layered everything perfect just i don't know what to say i can go on and on about that album really just great jazz soul music man just <laughs> just flawless music man awesome 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 album highly highly recommend uh that you guys check that out and sky zoo peddler themes like i said man solid ep good new york hip-hop um give sky zoo a listen man definitely a, a good lyricist to to check out and uh, yeah man that about uh wraps it up um just quick notes and nuggets before i leave um, i'll probably mention this at the end of every podcast but um, i'm trying to get us on itunes so um, i submitted my podcast to itunes probably about a week ago so i'm still waiting to hear back uh from them so hopefully we can get on itunes and i'd appreciate if you guys can give me some you know you give me five stars you can give me four i'll take four and be happy um, <laughs> but yeah i'm trying to get on itunes i'm probably thinking about putting this on google play i'm just trying to figure out ways to expand my audience like i said man i cover hip-hop um, i cover mma with uh, the anti-cool 
I cover, uh, you know, I cover anime here and there. I cover movies here and there. So if you like indie hip hop, if you like MMA, like this podcast, share it with another friend who, even if you don't like MMA, if you just like indie hip hop, you know, you can just check me out for that, and you know, and lead the MMA to someone else. But if you like, if you're interested in any of those topics, give me a listen. I definitely appreciate the support. Appreciate any likes, any retweets, any shares I can get. Um, like I said, I'm trying to get on iTunes, not trying to get on Google Play, but as for now, as always, I'm on YouTube. Um, so you can just type in Dojo Talk Podcast on YouTube. You can find me. Uh, you can type in Dojo Talk Podcast on SoundCloud. You can find me. I'm on there. Um, if you want to follow me personally, I'm at Serial Sensei on Twitter. Um, and I post all of my podcasts on there also, so you can catch me there. Um, and we got the Facebook group, Dojo Talk Podcast. You can just go to Facebook, type in Dojo Talk Podcast, hit the like button. Um, you have little discussions on there. I'll post songs or ask people what they thought about certain fights that uh, just happened. So just trying to build a fan base, a solid fan base. I, ain't, I don't need to be famous. You know, if I could get a solid 100, 200 listens <laughs> an episode, I'd be happy with that. So, you know, just trying to build, man, trying to build, but definitely keeping the content coming. I know it's a break in terms of MMA within like this next month between like every combat sport. Um, there aren't really any notable fights happening probably until like mid or not even mid, probably like late August. So, but I'll be having more albums I want to listen to. I want to check out that Marlon Craft project. Um, it's a couple of projects I'm on radar, but yeah, Marlon Craft definitely up there. I definitely want to give that a listen. I'll definitely always got my ears to the internet and I'll always be finding stuff to listen to and spend money on because I'm a music junkie but <laughs> so yeah man music podcast always coming MMA podcast definitely always coming because combat sports always gives me something to talk about so yeah man I'm working man I'm trying to put out content trying to build a fan base so help a man out man help your boy give me a like give me a share something but people who are listening for the few listens i do get man really 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 appreciate it i appreciate you guys for listening i'm 30 plus episodes deep still trying to figure out the whole podcast game but we're making it work man i have fun doing this um i don't get a lot of views but i do it because i love to do it i love mma i love music i love anime all that nice nerd stuff so that's why i'm here but i've been rambling for almost an hour now so i'm gonna shut up <laughs> and uh Go enjoy the rest of my Sunday, man. I got today and tomorrow off, so I'm gonna go. Uh, need to go to Walmart, deal with Walmart people, but that's another story. But anywho, this has been another episode of the Dojo Talk podcast. I'm your host, Serial Sensei. Till next time, man. You guys be easy. Peace. <laughs>